Jonathan, you own a restaurant, which means customer service has to be important to you, to your business model. But I'm wondering what makes good customer service to you? <laughs> the bar is so low, man. Yeah? The bar is so low. You know, when you fly and you, and you see, sit in the uh, exit row mm-hmm. and they tell you this little thing and then, and then they say, I need verbal confirmation that you will fulfill the task and you can't like just, in the exit row. Yeah. 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 You can't just nod your head. You can't just nod your head. You have to verbally, verbally confirm. Yeah. Yes. That is my bar right now for customer service. If I get verbal, doesn't even have to be confirmation. If I get verbal yeah. interaction, oh, that was great customer service. That's it. That's the bar. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there. I, I recently, we, um, we called Wayfair. Yeah, I had a, such an incredible experience with. I got to give Wayfair props. You ever utilize them? Their customer service? No, because I'm not into child trafficking. Oh come! On. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Weren't they the so, ones that everybody was talking the about? The person I talked to in customer service was not a child trafficker. Right. They were a, a fine, upstanding citizen of the world, okay. and. Uh, but we, you know, we had bought uh, some outdoor patio furniture and, you know, we got like the $20, $40, you know, insurance on it for five years or whatever. And it chipped. The wicker chipped on it like a year later. And I, I just, I called and I said, oh my goodness. Well, let me check your stuff. Oh, we're going to send, send you over a new one right away. Wow. So I got a whole new set. I'm talking like the love chair, the two seats. They let us keep our original one. What? So I have two sets of patio furniture. Just because I called in a little Nick in the wicker. Wow. That is incredible. Like that's good yeah. customer service, right? They didn't give me a hard time. It was essentially this posture of, I am here to make you happy. Yeah. What do I need to do to make you happy? And yeah. they went above and beyond. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you got. I'm, do you have any good stories like that or is your, uh, yours are more in the negative? No, I have one good story yeah. and it's very, very similar to yeah. yours. Nespresso, you know, the yeah, Nespresso, Nespresso machine? Yeah, yeah, uh, I have one. I, I bought a machine like six or seven years ago, maybe not quite that long, at a garage sale. Yeah. Brought it home and it didn't work. And I was like, well, this sucks. Oh, no, you didn't. And I called the number <laughs> and I was like, it's not working. And they were like, do you have the receipt? And I said, no, here's the model number. And so then she was like, okay, did you purchase this? Do you remember where you purchased it? And I said, at a garage sale. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, then we'll ship you out a new one. And they shipped us a new one. Wow. But I think at the time, Nespresso was, um, you could only get the pods through Nespresso. Yeah. So the machine was like the way to get yeah, you to Yeah, they wanted you pods. to have it. But I got to tell you, that's like, that's top tier customer like, that's service. That's like L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean, you can return anything, any L.L. Bean item from whenever yeah. for free and they'll replace and they, it. They win on brand. Yeah. They just do when they yeah. do that because now here we are, you know, two guys talking about it. I mean, yeah. we've got what, a couple million listeners. Right. Right. Yeah. Are we in the billion yet? Have we reached no. a, we haven't reached. Okay. <laughs> but, but like we're here talking about these incredible companies and the great customer service. That person didn't know that was going to happen when no. they just said yes to you, but they did the right thing. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They so, did. so Com- the, contrast that with, I'm not going to name their name now. Okay, go ahead. But a donut shop that 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 the country runs on, and you go in there and you go to ask them for something, and you get no response, and you say, "Did you hear what I'm saying?" Oh, I. And yeah. they're staring at you. Go yeah. ahead. I went to this place, the the one that the the country is run on. Yeah. 
and I asked, what did I ask for? I asked for a cup of ice water. Okay. And they wanted to charge me like $2 for it. (laughs) And, and I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, 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 every time, every time I leave that place, I'm like, I cannot believe it. Like anything that you ask, ask for, it's like, it's this super confusing thing that they've never heard of before. And you're like, really? You've never heard of this at this establishment before. I, I know companies get strapped for cash. Yeah. But the answer is not to charge people no. for ice water. No. Right? No. That, that just means like we're giving up. Yeah. That's the white that's flag. The nic- that's the nickel and dime that they're yeah. They're that going is down. not a that that is not a good sign yeah. at all. What is a good sign? Wayfair. Here's what you need. That's Correct. a good sign of a company that's headed in the right direction. Yeah. Nespresso, whatever you need. So who do you, who if I was to say to you who has the worst customer service doesn't have to be a business the worst customer service in in all and they're in the customer service business pretty much yeah who has the worst customer yeah, service I mean, we both know the answer historically past present and future it's the DMV yes right <laughs> and wh- I know I get it like because we have to use them so they don't have to make an effort but still in their defense can i do an in their defense yeah. okay i'm going to i'm going to do something in their defense people are at their worst going into the dmv nobody wants to be there they're frustrated they're angry they're upset nobody is in a good mood when they walk into the dmv so the customer service reps the people behind you know, the registers like doing their job, they are meeting people at their worst. It's, and that, that's true. Is I know it a chicken or egg? When you were 16, how were you miserable going to get your driver's license at the DMV? Uh, kind of. I mean, I mean, the, the, the event you were looking forward to. Yeah. But the DMV is always in kind of. Right. Uh, it's, it's set in, up. It's, it's in that shady strip mall. Awful. It's in a shady strip mall. Yeah. Always, right? And there's always a long line. Right. Always. And nobody's in it. The people who are waiting there are not in a good mood. The people behind the counter are not in it. Nobody's in a good mood. Nobody's at their best. Well, it's so many things. It's the lighting. It's the worst lighting ever. Oh, yeah. It's it's just a terrible lighting situation. Uncomfortable chairs. Loud clank, clank, clank. No music. Why is there no music in a DMV? They just, what, if they just had a little bit of music, yeah, instead you hear this just, person... And then the lady going, you didn't bring the right paperwork. Just uh, oldies, something everybody likes. Give me an oldie station. Yeah. Any, anything, anything. Anything to cut the, the deafening silence. Then the lines are never pointed in the right direction. Like when you're trying to figure out, you're like, okay, I have this number. Where do I go? Which line? The instruction boards are terrible. Over here, if you're purchasing a license for the third time in two and a half years, yeah. this place, if you want, you know, and you're just like, I don't understand what any of these signs mean. They don't mean anything to me. Correct. Um, my number, I'm seeing other people's numbers get called that have a higher number than mine. Why are their numbers getting called? Explain to me why their numbers are getting called. What, so I'm looking into this thing. I'm getting my picture taken now. I'm not getting, like the whole situation Take, is Why just, am I getting a photograph done there? Yeah. The whole thing is just a mess. The whole thing's a mess. It is a mess. And they're not a photographer. No. They're no. not a photographer. And they don't care. And they and they and don't that's a first of all, that is a major photograph that's being taken. Yeah. That photograph 
is going to be used for years to come on one of the most important documents you have. Yeah. One that's in your wallet, one you utilize often, you show people often. Right. And they're not a they're not a photographer. No. And what if that what if just that? What if they yeah. just changed the fact we haven't even got into the the, the idea no, yet. No, we but, haven't got but, we're just, but, we're set up. But the what if they right just now. had like a photographer that was making people happy, like beep, 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 you know, squeaking the yeah, little squeaking thing now, keep mind everybody's like, over sixteen, smile. so the squeaky thing doesn't, yeah, doesn't what, really whatever apply. is there, but maybe it yeah, does yeah, even yeah. more. But you're you're trying to get them to smile, you know, and 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 has the right lighting and all of that kind of stuff. That would that make it a good music, experience. Different lights. Those three things would change everything. I want a professional photographer. I want Diplo on the turntables. Yeah, in there. What, what else? Yes. What else do I want? I want? I want cushy chairs. Yeah, in there. I want a florist to have designed and have had flowers. Now we're laid talking. Out and then, now I'm and then have now, a snack bar, a free snack bar. You know, on a Friday night, I'm like, John, let's go to the DMV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, okay. instead, it's miserable. It's miserable. So that's the problem, Jonathan. Please tell me. Please tell me you have a solution. Yes. Go. Decentralized DMV. Come on. Why does it have to be in this one building for like a whole group of people? Why can't it be decentralized? We have, what are the, what are the people called that, that stamp your documents and then sign it? Notary? And notary. We have those all over the place. Like all over the place. My neighbor I just found out is a notary. And like, why couldn't a DMV be similar to that where yeah. you, you, you show up? At somebody's house could be mobile. Maybe they show up at your house. Oh, come on! And and you can take the test right there. You can do the driving test. They have like a little machine that prints out your driver's license if you're getting a new driver's license. If you're not, if you're doing some whatever the, the different things are that they do at I the love DMV, it. it's just a decentralized thing instead of being that one junky building. The strip mall. Yeah, I don't want to go there. Me either. I don't want to go there, but they we have to go there now. Right. So I. Love this idea. Yeah. Coming to my house. Because think about it. It's passing a test. Yeah. Why do I have to go to a strip mall to take a test? Right. Um, it's paperwork. Like, why do I have to go? Yeah. For to somebody to look at, oh, I see you have these things. Stamp. Okay, you're good to go. Yeah. Why do, why do I need it? I mean, what? I mean, the process is, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So big fan of this idea. Turn it into a gig economy. Gig economy. So uh, my general reaction is very positive on this. Yeah, buts. Ready for some yeah, buts? Yeah, for sure. Like, this just gets into how does this thing work? Like, how do you get people certified to be an agent for the government to do that? Like, are these same way off- that you do notaries. Like, I see notaries getting. I see places where you can go in and and is a, not- a notary is an. A- I'm a little dumb on this. A notary is an agent for who? Who do they represent? Uh, I don't know who they represent. They represent the government? Do they represent the state? Do they... They're just a person. I don't know. The Republic? Yeah. <laughs> Notary Public. Yes, yes. <laughs> they Just the public, not the republic. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, they're a notary public. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm yeah, dumb. They're a recognition. So in, in my idea, you would still have the DMV. Yeah. And that's like the place where you can go it, to make things affordable, Correct. cheaper, things like that. But this would be like a little higher end concierge service where mm-hmm. if I don't want to go to the DMV, I could pay an that extra my 15, so 20 bucks. We've and got to pay for this. Yeah, yeah. They, they show up. Got it. So the yeah, but on this one is, you know, it's it's another idea that skews towards the wealthier, mm-hmm. right? People that have, you know, means. Where, you know, if you don't have means, you're stuck going to 
right. the strip mall. Yeah. Right. So it's a little have, have, have not. But I don't, I'm, I don't really necessarily look at this as wealthy. Like I'm not, I, I can't imagine they're not charging you a thousand bucks to come and do your driver's license. Yeah. Like it's, it's just people who are willing to, who don't have, who have more money than time. Like yeah. how much is standing in line for three and a half hours worth to you? Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know this necessarily. And having to wake people. up, you always, I feel like it's always on a Saturday and yeah. you're waking up at, you know, 7 a.m. to get there. And Yeah. I mean, you could, you could not miss work even yeah. possibly. And they show up to your job and you get your stuff taken care of right there. So, and, and then again, who's actually doing it are people who are like, how does it actually I, so work? Are these I, employees of the I Department think of Motor Vehicle contractors. Vehicles? So a lot of, a lot of states have, so like in Colorado. Yeah. You have the DMV, but then you also have independent contractors okay. where they set up, they rent their own space. You come in there and they're always a lot more friendly than the DMV because they have to be, cause you have a choice, you know, of which independent contractor to make. Correct. This is just mobilizing it here in, um, South Florida, like mobilizing that aspect and making it even more convenient. So it's really a gig economy. So somebody would go through, they would do the tests and all the junk that they have to do to be able to be approved to then grant licenses. Because right now, currently, you can go to another retail place, which is a little bit nicer, Not there's no line, and you can pay to have your license renewed mm-hmm. right now. Like I, growing up, I would utilize that service, yeah. you know, when I was- Or you can do it online eight, even. Now you can't do it online. Now yeah. now you can do the renewals online, yeah. but there used to be that spot. Yeah. And so that person was obviously, you know, licensed and registered to do that. But I, I feel like they weren't licensed to do the origination of the license. Right. Right. That was a totally different thing that you had to go to the DMV to do. And I'm wondering, how do we get around that? And I don't know what the answer is, but that seems to be that's, that seems to be a hurdle, you know. Right. So that's the person. Like that's the that's what this person is. They learn how to be the test giver, whatever, whatever you have to go to the DMV for. Now, you license people for those things. One guy doesn't have to be licensed for all of it. He could be licensed to grant licenses, the original license Correct. or whatever. And and so then you get online, you find your guy, you book them, and they show up at your house and you take the test right there. So from a, if this is a business, mm-hmm. one of the one of the hurdles is going to be now we're counting on the government, yeah, to essentially license people, yeah, to do this, which which they're not currently doing. Correct. Or, or like. You get them to license one person who then can license other people. Okay. And so you're almost creating like a little school. I think in a lot of these things, if there is, so what happened in Colorado is there was the need for it because they, the government itself couldn't expand at the rate it needed to. So at third party, there you go. And it's the same thing here. We would say, look at the lines here. Like you guys aren't going to build this out again. Like it's cheaper for you just to have a third party reduce the rates a little bit. You're charging these guys. Let's say they charge, keep the numbers easy. So they say they're charging $20 for a a driver's license. Charge us 15. We'll charge 25 and we'll get, we'll make 10 and you'll make 15. Yeah. Yeah. But, but now you have, you're, you have nobody you're paying. You're not paying salaries. You're not, you're not renting a space, any of that. So for somebody starting this particular business, the kind of first step is going to be lobbying a little bit with these government agencies, these state agencies to get in the door, yeah, you know, to get, Hey, like you just said, do the pitch. Um, but at this, you know, 
the hard part is you are depending on the government yes. for your business idea. Yeah. Um, but if you win, I think you win big. Yeah, I agree. So that's good. Okay, and what are we calling this? Do we have a name for it? Right now it's decentralized. DMV? DMV, yeah. Yeah, DMV. Um, there's got to be a better name. Drive Me Mobile. Yeah. But that yeah. sounds like a cell phone thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Drive to drive. Yeah, maybe in the comment section somebody can, yeah. can let us know what the perfect name is. But I think I think it's a really good idea. Do you um, do you have a rate? Are we ready to rate it? Sure. Yeah? What are we rating this one on, on a scale of? Okay, so I grew up in Crowley, Colorado. Okay. And we could get um, our driver's license is 16, mm-hmm. which meant you could get your permit at 15 and a half. Okay. You could also get a farmer driver's license at 14 if your okay. family owned a farm and you could drive at 14 years old. Outside of the farm. Yep. Yeah. But you had to be like, there were special rules. Like you had to be in a truck. You had to be headed to a feed store. Like there, okay. there, were, there were rules. They could go to and from school with yeah. that. So I had kids that were 14 years old driving to school when I, was, wow. when I was in school. So between that or when we moved to Pennsylvania and my kids were getting their driver's license and I think it's 17 and a half or something like that, that you get your permit. Maybe it's 16 and a half, wow. and then you get your license at 17. Wow. So you're a 13-year-old kid. You're looking forward to that day. Yeah. This idea is between getting your farm permit at 14 or getting your driver's license in PA at 17. What an, what an intri- intricate rating scale you gave me today. Yeah. Uh, I think this is like getting your license at 14. Because this is all about making things faster, more efficient, more expedient, getting rid of all the BS. Yeah. Right. And I think um, I, th- I think that's where this one is for me. It's it's fast, it's efficient, uh, and it, and it should exist. So I'm a big fan of this idea. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'd love it if you would like rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with others. Know we've got a growing list of ideas, so we'll be back next time to share more with you. If you have an idea you'd like to share, head over to idealistpodcast.com and record your pitch right there on our site. We just may share it and pick it apart on an upcoming episode. So until next time, thanks again for joining The Idealist. Idealist.